Welcome to Cat Chat, the pet talk podcast devoted to the physical and emotional well-being of cats and their people. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. My co-host is the feline expert, Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. The show is brought to you with the generous support of Dr. Elsie's, a company privately owned by Dr. Bruce Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose mission has been to personally formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats, so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie also created his own cat food, Clean Protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs because they're based on the protein a cat eats naturally. Clean Protein is the first dry cat food I can recommend because it's based on the protein found in a cat's natural prey. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. It would be impossible for me to bring this delightful joy to people without Dr. Elsie's generosity. The 5th Annual New York Cat Film Festival will premiere this fall in New York City and then travel to theaters across America and Canada, with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations. Please show your appreciation of Dr. Elsie's support by choosing their products whenever you can. Dr. Michael and I sometimes talk about things we wish people wouldn't do with their cats. So we're doing a little kind of negative or double negative show, things to never do to or with your cat. So Michael, you, you, this is a, a short bullet pointed checklist, folks, but when you hear it, just remember, don't do this. So Michael, take it away with the first things that have to do with punishment and aversives. Yeah. So, um, you know, as previously mentioned, I always like to tell people what to do with their cat, but there are some things that are universally like don't recommend. And one of them is the use of punishment with our cats. Now that includes things that maybe seem as innocuous as um, spray bottles. People love spray bottles. I don't recommend them. Um, you know, I also don't recommend other forms of punishment like nose tapping or spanking, throwing things at your cat. These are all used because people usually want to stop their cat from doing something, right? They right. want to stop them from meowing in the middle of the night or biting them or um, pushing things off a shelf. I'm trying to think of like naughty things that cats do. Right. Not that they don't do naughty things. But the thing is, is that um, there are more effective ways to change your cat's behavior. And so I think that's the, the big picture is what is the behavior you want to change? Why is your cat doing the behavior? It's usually either they're bored, frustrated, want attention, yep. they want food, you know, there's there's always a motivation. And so um, punishment, even like I said, things that might seem harmless or not, you know, certainly spraying your cat with water isn't going to send them to the emergency room, but it's going to affect your relationship with your cat because they're going to associate you with the spray bottle or with the nose tap or the spanking. and um, that's going to impact your cat's feelings about you. In fact, they're going to start associating you with negative things. They might avoid you. They might only do the behaviors that you don't want them to do when you're not around. And ultimately, it's not going to 
address their motivation for the behavior. And I guess a big one too that I should bring up is um, doing things like rubbing your cat's nose in their waist. If they oh my goodness. Oh my um, goodness. Really not appropriate. Um, not okay. Not going to help your cat understand that you don't want them to urinate or defecate outside the litter box. There's always a reason that your cat is avoiding the right. litter box, often medical or stress related, or there's something about the litter box they don't like. So um, kind of to give that a quick overview, it's like if you're grabbing the squirt bottle or <clears throat> looking at some type of punishment, stop. And again, try to address what is my cat trying to tell me? Is there someone who can help me understand what my cat is trying to tell me so that I can change our behavior in an effective way? Right, which may mean changing the human's behavior or the setup for the cat in the house, so whatever that environment is. That. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then we have them. another one that we've talked about before. Don't leave a cat for more than 24 hours. Mm, yeah, this comes up a lot. People like to leave their cat for like three days with a big pile of food. And um, that's not safe. It, you know, something can happen to your cat during that time. They could knock over their water bowl and be left without water. They could get injured. And they also have social needs. So we don't want to neglect the, their social needs, including, you know, need for human attention and playtime. So if you are going to be gone for more than a day, please hire a cat sitter at, the, you know, that's the ideal or have a friend who can come and care for your cat and make sure they're safe, that they have their food and water and also provide them with whatever social interaction your cat enjoys, whether that's play or just being a quiet presence. Um, but, but don't, ignore that your cat has both physical and emotional needs that can be impacted if you leave them alone for too long. Well said. And the other part that's really important is the litter box, because one of the things that can put cats into a medical emergency is if they get a blockage, sometimes yeah. a urinary tract blockage, maybe it's from crystals or stones. That's why it can also be from stress. So absolutely. If stressed out by being that's left right. alone. That's right. That can be a problem. So you have to either know yourself by coming back within 24 hours or have someone who you explain what to expect in the litter box. How many peas, how many poos is the normal? Because if there's a lot less than normal, that's not a good thing. That is, could be a medical emergency, but it definitely would involve possibly even just going to the vet for a checkup. So you, you want your cat to have a kind of regular use of the litter box, predictable. Mm -hmm. Another yes. thing is a no-no, Michael, in my book, is not to let children um, that are below, I don't know, pick an age, 10, to pick up cats because children inevitably pick up cats in awkward, uncomfortable ways for the cat, kind of flippy floppy, don't support them correctly, don't have the, the height or the body strength or the arm control to pick them up properly. And the cats are disoriented and discomfited by this and in order to push away and get away from the kid, they can often scratch the child and then somehow the cat is seen as a bad guy. So how do you feel about just saying small young children can with supervision pat cats and play with them with wand toys or mm -hmm. throw toys for them, but not to lift them off the ground or a sofa? Yeah, I mean, when I worked in an animal shelter, we actually didn't allow anybody to pick up the cats. So, you know, I think people like to pick up cats without kind of thinking about whether or not the cat enjoys being held right. or picked up. And certainly some cats do like being picked up, but a, a lot of them don't. Cats like to keep their paws on the ground. Mm -hmm. And when you flip them upside down like a baby, their writing reflex kind of gets called up. And so 
their brain is telling them you should really be turning the other way around, right? And that writing reflex is, is you know, famously what prevents a lot of cats from being injured when they fall from a high place, but not something that we want to um, bring out in them when we're trying to cuddle them. But you will see a lot of cats struggle if you try to flip them on their back and hold them like a baby. And part of that is that their brain is saying, no, you got to yes. turn the other way around. Right. Um, so yes, definitely with kids, you want a lot of supervision and having ground rules is good. I always encourage parents to have ground rules. Like don't pick up the cat. If the cat's on their cat tree, you don't bother them. You never pet a cat when they're eating or using the litter box. Um, so, you know, it's, it's good for parents to have rules for their kids, but they also have to model good behavior themselves. And if your cat does not enjoy being picked up and held, then you have to accept that and find other ways to um, let them approach you or if they want, you know, certainly some cats will tell you they want to be held, they'll come up and kind of put their front paws on your leg. Right. And pick Pretty up, clear. And, and those cats are clear. But if your cat is not clear, you know, picking them up over and over again is not going to make them suddenly love being held. So you can help them get more comfortable with being handled by, you know, kind of gradually um, building up to picking them up and pairing those like, handling experiences with treats like maybe you just put your hands on either side of the cat's body and then you give them treats and then maybe you lift them a little bit it's certainly good to be able to handle your cat and you know put them in a carrier in case of an emergency and like i said you know the most important thing is just to recognize does my cat enjoy being held or not and so when you pick them up do they squirm and push away right run away or do they relax in your arms and that will tell you what you need to know i think that that if you kind of try and put yourself in the cat's position where imagine if something much taller and larger than you just kind of lifted you off your feet (laughs) up into the air. I mean, that would be, whoa, I've lost my whole connection to the earth, to gravity. I've lost complete control over my body and what happens next. So it's pretty tolerant and kind of those cats to say, sure, do whatever you want because they really trust their humans. Mm-hmm. and yeah. have never found themselves in a corner. All right, one last one is about your cat's behavior and a change in it that people think, well, they're just tired today. That's why they're sitting still over there in what we mm-hmm. call the the bread loaf shape, like all tucked mm-hmm. up. Maybe they're just tired or enjoying the sun, but if they're usually at a certain level of activity and they stop having that activity or, God forbid, yeah. stop eating or drinking or using the litter box – it's pretty important, isn't it? That's the one way we know that cats have something not not right with them. Is a yeah, change. it's often the first clue that there's a medical problem is a behavior change. And so, yes, never ignore a change in your cat's behavior. It's often a medical issue or a sign of significant stress. So those are things that we should attend to. That's how our cats tell us something's, something's not right with me. All right. This is really good. So you've all heard what not to do. Most weeks we tell you what to do. So please keep these in mind for the sake of your kitty's welfare and your own comfort, knowing that you've made their life as happy as you possibly can. Thanks, Michael. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks for listening. And I also want to thank Wonderside for their support. It's a company founded and run by a woman entrepreneur who wanted to find an effective way to keep fleas, ticks, and other pests away from her pets and home instead of putting toxic chemicals in or on them. Wonderside makes plant-powered products to keep parasites at bay without dousing your cats and property with ingredients that are harmful to them and the planet. A final pause up to Dr. Elsie's for all the fine products they make and their unwavering support of my mission to make life better for each and every kitty cat and their people. 
If you have cat problems or questions you'd like me to talk about on the show, please write me to Tracy at tracyhotchnerpets.com.